Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Kevin Titt is because Kevin was part of our February 29th, 2020 live show, 12-hour marathon at the Wonderland Ballroom. The entire month of March 2021, I am catching up with people that were part of that marathon show. Kevin was part of that show for four hours. Uh, he was part of two different house bands from the 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. hours of the show. And uh, they put on great performances, and you can hear all of those performances in the podcast feed. This episode is a catch-up with Kevin, specifically. Um, unfortunately, Kevin is uh, the first person that was on that marathon show that had coronavirus. So we talk a little bit about that. We talk about return of normalcy, if that will ever happen. A lot of talk about Hawaii. Uh, Kevin is from Hawaii. I am not from Hawaii. I kind of wish I was living in Hawaii right now. Something that I wish I didn't have to do was let you know that we now have a Patreon account because things have changed. Please consider donating at youmethemeverybody.com. It's in this podcast description. It's on our About page. We have been doing this for 13 years, and there's over 700 shows. So maybe you like one. Throw some money down. If not, I completely understand. Here's Kevin. I last saw you on February 29th, and we talked in, I want to say, May. And it was right before you got coronavirus. Yes. So, how do you feel? Uh, I don't know. Fine, I guess. Okay. It's wild. How was it wild? The experience itself was minor, but it's mentally wild because you never know what's going to come up next. Maybe something will shut down. How long before it's really gone? You know, those kind of things. How long did it take before it felt like it was really gone? Less than a week. Okay, that's good. Yeah. You it was are... all those reports later that came out. Like, they're reporting that people who had it now get diabetes or yeah. blood clots or heart problems. That was the shit that was freaking me out. The lung stuff is what's freaking me out. Yeah. Did you get it? No. I'm lucky in nice. that regard. You got it most likely from work. Um, by the way, I feel like it's okay for me to talk about this because you tweeted about all this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I got it from work. I don't think so. It might have been from someone in my house because three of us caught it. Ugh. So um, you were in a group house in what neighborhood was that? I was up in uh, Petworth. And like most everyone that was part of the February 29th, 2020 live show, you have moved. You are now in Mount Pleasant, which is like what, what neighborhood and a half over? Yeah, that's right down the street. Uh, why did you move? Uh, my girlfriend came out in the middle of it all, and uh, we wanted our own spot. They want to be in a group house. That's probably for the best, right? Yeah, it worked out. We got a real sweet spot. Where are you now? Like, don't I don't need your address, but um, what what's nearby? Like everything. Like, uh, <laughs> Sun Cinema is a quick walk away. There you go. Okay. So have you been able to take advantage of anything in the neighborhood since you've moved? You know, grocery stores, that's about it. Yeah. Do you feel safe going to grocery stores? Maybe I, the better question is, did your behavior change once you had coronavirus? Because for a while, you were sort of immune to it. I mean, you're not anymore, but. Yeah, I don't know how all that works. I definitely, I mean, we went to Hawaii the other month to go visit our family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't know, after that, we're kind of like, all right, well, 
let's uh go to new york and we went to new york for a weekend actually a day and then came back how did okay so for the listener at home you were both from hawaii yes do you wish you had spent the pandemic in hawaii rather than dc uh hard to say probably yeah honestly because hawaii is way more chill like they have the least amount of cases in the country yeah so um that was the first time i actually felt like i was hanging out with people in a a year yeah did you get vaccinated in hawaii no i didn't get a vaccination yet i'm still waiting for mine yeah i just keep getting tested every week yeah do you feel like getting tested every week is it's sort of a it's theater at a certain point considering that you got coronavirus no, because I don't know how the shit works, and I'd Fair rather enough. be safe than sorry. You were in three bands at one point in twenty, at the early part of twenty twenty. How many bands are you in right now? Uh, all the same bands, I guess. I mean, there's been no official. We're ending it. Yeah, it's yeah. like all right, we'll see how it plays out. Are you looking? F- what are you looking forward to returning? Are you looking forward to anything returning? Uh, shows. Yeah, which kind of shows? Punk shows, uh, most yeah, that's the number one. Do you I want to go back to that? Do you do you think you'll feel more comfortable performing at a, at a punk show or performing at a comedy show? Comedy show because you're not touching anybody. Fair, but yeah, that's fair. Do you? That's th- the only difference to me is that a punk show you're actually going to physically touch people. Being in the same room is one thing, and I'm already like, eh. But if I'm going to be in the same room with people, I at least want to go all in. When do you think that will be? No idea. Yeah. Next year, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So you're being a cautious punk. Totally. I mean, there's, yeah, I feel like I'm not, but I also, I'm in the middle. Yeah. How did your girlfriend feel about living in DC during the pandemic? Uh, Same way as me. Kind of just like, all right. Are you at the same job? Me? Yes. How do you feel about that? You know, say the boss, the old, you know, the old thing. You're a somewhat public figure. Does the boss know you hate him? I mean, no, because I keep my government name at work and. uh, That's fair. Separate that shit. Yeah, because your government name is not tit. Not at all. Do you that's think, another thing. Why do people? Why do people get so up and crazy about that? What people do you mean? say comments about that. What do I'm they like, say? Well, how do you know it's not my real life? Like, like I'm trying to do something. <laughs> the background behind that shit is like some old stupid punk shit, like from bands. And people are like, they always think it's about a boob, and it's not. And that always gets me. They're always trying to get people's attention. Like, what? What? Who's to say it's not my real name? You're going to say that about everyone with a weird name. People got weird names out there. And who are these people criticizing these people for the fucking name they have? I hate these motherfuckers, man. I understand that. But you are trying to get attention. I don't think about it because people literally my whole life have yelled titty at me from across the street. So I don't even think about it. Okay. Okay. But those people that were yelling across the street at you, they were doing it to get your attention, right? Yes. So then you adopted that name. Yeah, it just kind of happened. Which means you're now planned. the you're essentially the guy screaming across the street, titty. 
I don't say it. Other people say it. You make other say people say it. I don't make anyone say it. That's I say fair. my name is Kevin, and other people just go ahead and go off with the tit thing. That's fair. Do you think that you might change your uh, performance name due to the climate in this country? Hell no, because, again, it's a fucking name. I'm just asking questions, man. I know you are. I know you are, but I'm answering. Have you thought of changing your name just for political PC reasons to Kevin Louis C.K.? Oh, yeah, that'd be a great idea. Uh, I think the name should be taken back. You know, I think it had a bad rap because it was attached to a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, give it, yeah, give it to a good guy. I don't know what the fuck. I don't give a shit about that guy. <laughs> How's the uh, Hard Times podcast going? Or your ver- not your version, but you're in the Hard Times family podcast. Yes, it I- is swell. It's a great time. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. I'm not. Good. I, I, I really enjoy it. That didn't happen until the global pandemic, so it'll be interesting to see how that translates in a live setting. Yeah, we've been trying to do a live show. We had it at Autobar and shit was selling out and then Autobar shut down a week before the show. Yeah. You so, actually have yeah. a, a physical show on the books. Um, is it this Friday or the following Friday? Uh, which show? you at State Theater. Oh, that's uh, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. It's at State Theater. It's outdoors. There's seemingly like 15 comics on it and it clearly is not your first time performing since the pandemic, but... The weather's a lot nicer. Um, are you not for me? I'm bad with allergies. I'm on four oh, allergies. That's right. Medication. Sorry, that's are... fucking me up. <laughs> are you looking forward to this, or are are you just like really wishing there was still a ceiling there? I don't give a fuck about the ceiling. Okay, thing. I'm not one of those. I need a low ceiling. I don't care. I don't touch the thing anyway. Okay, so are you gonna be spending the majority of your nights performing, if possible? This spring and summer? I'm trying to get back into it. I just got three shows booked recently. Yeah. I think this weekend and next week. So I'm like trying to get back into it just because I see comedy shit starting to come back again. And people have been at it the whole time. You know, some people being sketched, some people not being sketched, whatever. I've done a couple shows myself. Most of them I felt like were in safe environments. Anyway. I just want to get back into the swing of things in case all these shows that got canceled decide to start popping back up because I have some cool shit going. <laughs> uh, are any of the shows that you have booked in D.C. proper? Uh, no, actually. Okay. Are, yeah. any, are any of the good shows that you've been a part of in the last year, have any of them been in D.C.? Yeah, yeah, okay. those crybaby shows were good. Okay, those are fun. I there's one virtual show I did that was actually super sick. What made it good? Uh, because it was like a choose your own adventure thing, so the audience got to choose between three random, uh, things, and whichever phrase or word they topic they liked, uh, that comedian did that joke. I like that idea. That's a lot of that. that continue post pandemic that seems like a really fun thing yeah it was it was solid larry lufford shout out to him he runs that shit i am interested to see how formats will change you had a show where it was a comedy show then a punk band 
And to me, that's like a great idea for a show because I get really bored with one thing, right? And maybe the pandemic will incorporate all this forced technology into the live setting once things are back in 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 normal times, I guess I should say. Like a mixture of like screen stuff and live Zoom stuff and live performance. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, totally. You could zoom someone in to headline your show from the other side of the fucking world. Exactly. But do you have so, any interest in doing those yourself? Uh organizing them? Maybe if I got a little more savvy with it. Okay. But I'm not against any of the shit that's going on. I'm glad people are doing something. Yeah. Um, I just don't know how to work the tech side of a lot of it, so I haven't put the work into it. Has living with a girlfriend changed your diet in any way? Oh, yeah. Way oh, more so. greens. Okay. Let's say yeah. a month before she moves here, what was your average uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Uh, Egg tacos. Okay. For all three, I'll just make, yeah, that was just my thing. I'll just make up some eggs, scramble them up, throw them in some tortillas, all the day. No vegetable. Oh, spinach. Okay. That's the one vegetable I would eat. That's the okay. only one I really fuck with until no, now. No, no salsa. I don't like salsa. I don't like tomatoes too much. Okay. No. I hot like sauce? red sauce, but not tomatoes. I okay. love hot sauce. And now that she's here, what's your average breakfast, lunch, and dinner? I don't know, just cooking food, oatmeal, breakfast, smoothies and shit. Yeah. You know, cooking actual stuff and then putting it together on a thing as opposed to all-in-one kind of deals. How do you feel uh, physically? Old. Yeah? Yeah. I'm on five medications now. Oh, Jesus. Well, how old are you? Well, four of them are allergies and one of them is just blood pressure. I'm 32. Yeah, this you shouldn't be on that. Started many. after thirty. You shouldn't be well, on that many. I know the allergy one's fucking me up because I never had allergies this bad. We were just in Hawaii, full of flowers. I was fine, but as soon as it got nice out here, my shit was fucked for like three days. I wonder. Now I got if you have the shit. same stuff as my wife because she's horrible in the spring, and then once it's like brutally hot, she's fine. Maybe is she? Does she always have it? Yeah, well, no. It's like right when it's like now. She doesn't always have it, but like pretty much whenever, like March, April, she has it. Yeah, I feel like it because I've been here for six years, and this year is by far worse than previous years. Is it in your nose and throat? Nose, throat, yep, total, yeah. like fucking sneeze fits. I don't, I'm afraid. Even my skin sometimes, like I'll sneeze so hard, my skin gets all weird. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I don't have any of that here, and I had that in Chicago. Wild. See, so, I think yeah. it's a climate thing. I agree. Do but, you think you'll ever move back to Hawaii? Totally. After this last visit? Fuck yeah. Why yeah? The... Yeah. You know how much more simple life is out there? No. I don't have a clue. Please tell me. You don't have... If you... if you have the means to have a place to live and eat food, you don't got to do shit. You can just straight up hang out and chill. You don't need, there's no fast paced lifestyle of like here to here and traveling, but it's all chill. Just fucking, where are you going? You're here. You're on an island. Slow down. Take a seat. It'll be there. When do you think, when do you think you'll reach that point 
of wanting to return? As soon as I'm done doing all this cool shit I'm out <laughs> on the East Coast trying to do. So pretty much you think you're going to age out of bands and comedy and be okay with that. Totally. I'm getting old now and I feel yeah. it. I'm on meds and shit and I'm like trying to scream in bands and stuff and I actually have to be conscious about it as yeah. opposed to being in my early 20s and teenage years and just, ah, I don't care. Drink 30 beers in a night and not feel it the next day. Can't do any of it anymore. So I'm way more cool with the idea of not doing shit. And if I'm going to not do shit somewhere, it's going to be back home. Yeah, I get that. Um, what do you think of current version of Fat Mike? I'm fine with him. He's always been a weirdo. Yeah. I'm more wondering like, the like lifer ethos. Not so much the like I'm gender fluid. Like whatever. I don't care about that. I'm talking about the like I'm closer. I think he's like closer to 60 than 50 maybe even. And just, yeah, no effects has been at it since the 80s. Exactly. And like and he still has been going hard ever since. Exactly. That's what I'm wondering. Like, do you now that you're this age, now that you're 32, what do you think of no effects? I'm fine with him. Respect to it. He made a career out of it. That's yeah. his job. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't even have to do it anymore. He just like does whatever he wants. And that's all a punk has ever wanted to do is live by their own rules. And he does it. It's just interesting so to me I because hate on them. Th- I think it's fair to say that one of their biggest influences is Bad Religion, right? And they sort of looked up to them in terms of Fat Rack and Epitaph and blah, 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 blah. And the Bad Religion guys are almost the exact opposite of Fat Mike. Like, dude's like a doubled professor <laughs> at University yeah. of Wisconsin at Madison. And then the other guys like run an Epitaph. It's so different. Totally. They had their lives together. Fat Mike is like an alcoholic drug addict. Do you see yourself quitting any of that stuff? Oh, I've been in that direction, conscious of that for years. Really? Yeah, I've slowed down a lot. Um, mostly because my body just can't handle it. Yeah. Like, I don't even smoke as much weed as I used to. How I often, drink tea all the time now. How often do you smoke weed? I would say I'll probably load up a bowl and maybe get through that one bowl throughout the day so still every day yeah I'll smoke weed whenever i can i like to smoke weed i just can't <laughs> smoke as much i get it i get it so i'm not getting blasted I'm sure, sure, like sure 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 old guy stone 17 i just love that i talk to people i'm like they're like yeah i don't drink i don't do any drugs anymore i just get high every single day yeah man <laughs> <laughs> And not when I have to go do stuff when I'm like back home and winding down. That's the move. Not on. The, I can't hit a bowl and then leave the house. It's then I get all weird. Could you pontificate about the difference between Florida and Hawaii? Uh, well, spent, Hawaii doesn't have alligators. And... I've spent no time in Hawaii. It's clearly seemingly like the best place in the country. I've spent a Depends. little time in Florida, and to me, Florida is the most American state because there's a little bit of everything, and stuff that you think is going to go one way goes the other way seemingly all the time. It's incredibly difficult to predict. Um is beautiful yeah. and hostile at the exact same time. It, to me, it's America, the same way like Vegas is the most American city, maybe. Anyways, you've spent time as a performer in Florida. You literally lived in Hawaii. What are what are the major differences between the two other than alligators? 
uh well florida's got a whole different culture like it's way like you described it florida's crazy like that i'm from hawaii so it's hard to really it's just what i'm used to okay and it's way more um it can get aggressive but for the most part it's pretty chill when you say it can get aggressive what are you referencing what are you referring to well I don't know, people, some, there's a, a lot of people like to fight, and it's just like any big city, mm -hmm. you know, people, uh, you'll run into some shit, and it's the same out there, there's a lot of people who are on drugs, or just like not able to get the mental help they need, and yeah. they're just out there in the world, and you might run into them, they're much less likely to be armed with a gun that's for sure yeah so there's there's is there a gun problem in hawaii i mean occasionally you'll hear some shit but it's not like every day it's not like dc where there's yeah. gun deaths every day How, and it seems that once again outsider never been to hawaii it's a lot more difficult to sustain an addict lifestyle in hawaii simply because it's so expensive there compared to everywhere else in the country um no, it's actually a lot of people do it because it's one of the, I had a friend who moved to Hawaii uh, to squat mm -hmm. and he was talking about how Hawaii is the easiest place to be homeless. Oh, sure, because... sure, sure, sure. I don't disagree with that. But in just terms of like I'm burning out. Yes, there's a of course it is. But like, what do you think is a bigger homeless population, Hawaii or San Francisco? Couldn't tell you. Okay. I just know for the size of Hawaii, it had. A, a pretty big one and there's just like a lot of meth around you know i don't i've never scored it myself so i don't really know how to go about it but just being around the places i was around you're like okay people have access to it yeah um but again I, i've heard all sorts of shit about cities flying their people out to hawaii like they're homeless that they didn't want to deal with oh really yeah I've never heard I've of heard that. that. I've never veri verified it, but that's what people would tell me. And if you go to Hawaii, you would hear that from people. Um, but I don't know. It's I, I would say it's the best place in the world to live, no matter what your situation is. But you kind of got to go about it on a more independent tip because there's not really a lot of government assistance or help. Well, maybe there is. I don't know because I never fucked with it there. I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. What am I blabbing about? <laughs> Brandon. Yes, sir. What's going on? What happened to BYT? Is that so going? Oh, no. What's Once we stop recording, that? I'll tell you all about it. Okay. Uh, uh, you are one of the most ambitious and seemingly fulfilled people I know in Washington, D.C., and I hope you were able to continue that level of drive with this extended period off because – for most everyone I talked to, they actually said that this has been like a weird gift. Like they were so sick of comedy or music or blah, blah, blah. Or this let them, t this gave them time to write songs or write jokes, etc. And Oh yeah. It's a Renaissance period for sure. Do you, I, you do feel that way because you also seem like a person that thrives off of the live aspect of things. I do for sure. But I also have always come up just thinking about all sorts of, things like i like to do audio editing shit i like to film sketches i like to write a lot and when stand-up was going on it was 
I felt personally uh, more inclined to not spend time doing those things and like getting out and trying to get stage time. Yeah. And that eats up a lot of time. Like you end up losing your days just waiting around at bars all the time. And this has been a break away from all that. So you kind of have to figure out who you are and what you actually enjoy doing with yourself. Could I ask, I don't even know why I'm asking if I could ask a question. Do you find it useful to be waiting around at bars to do open mics at this stage? Oh, totally. Okay. Totally. Because it gives you that, uh, it's a nerve thing. The more you do it, the more used to it you are and the less nerves you have up there typically. And then the more polished your shit can be. I always enjoyed it for trying stuff out, but more importantly, I liked it for the camaraderie and knowing. Yeah, that's always great too. And like, so yeah, sitting around the bar, that's annoying. But like, if you're sitting around the bar, but you're with the friends, it's like, who cares about, it's not really about being with the bar. It's being with the friends. So totally. That's what I, that's the, that's the joy. That's the takeaway. Clearly that's I've been at some open mics before, or it was like a sign up thing. Yeah. And then my name will get called to perform. And then like my friends won't. And then I'd be like, well, I'd rather go hang out with my friend than wait for 10 people to go before me. Yeah. Even though it's not long and it sounds like privileged or whatever, but I'm like, honestly, I would rather hang out with my friends than, and I think about it like, all right, if I do five minutes and I crush it here, mm-hmm. what's that going to get? I'm still going to go home after this and nothing's going to change. But my yeah. night could be different if I hang out with my fucking friend and we yeah. get into some hood rat shit. <laughs> I wonder if that's like, I'm in. I'm in a weird way interested to see how open mics are after this because who's going to want to be quiet for anything once we're all back in a room if we're ever in a back in a room. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be surprised. I've always thought comedy audiences were kind of funny because the idea is you're given money to silently sit in the dark room and listen yeah. to someone talk, and that's always seemed a little crazy. And when comics get like real big egos, I'm like, wow, people are really feeding this insanity. Yeah, like these people are their lives revolve around getting on that stage and yelling at people and feeling like that what they're saying deserves their attention and applause and adoration. When sometimes they're just saying nothing. I don't know. It, it blows my mind sometimes, but I love it either way. Do you think you'll still do hard time stuff once you're done with stand up? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I'd always love to be involved as long as punk is around and I'm going to shows and. There's stuff to make fun of. I've always I, loved making fun of shit. So. I highly, I don't think you need to be part of punk anymore to do. I mean, you could be the retired guy in Hawaii at like 40 and still do it. Yeah, but why would I put a label on it? I'll either <laughs> just do it when I don't want to do it. I'm not going to officially retire and have a ceremony because I might want to pop my head back in. This is the second time you've mentioned like officially quitting something. There's so many bands and fucking. Yeah, there's so many bands are like, this is our final show. I'm like, why do you got to announce it like that? Because <laughs> you want to draw, that's why? Of course, yeah. It's like, if you're really done, then I don't know. I get it if it's on good terms, but there's so many bands that get back together later. And that's where I get like, how many, fi- I've seen a band have like six final shows. Which I'm is, like, Jesus name the band. They're a local band back home. Uh, and I why? I can't even remember the name. Yeah. Okay. 
they were uh, before my time, but I was around during the comebacks. And I'm like, what are they doing? I thought they were done. I don't know. I don't care, but you can't charge people end of the tour or end of the era sh- like ticket prices and then be back yeah, in like $20 six years. tickets. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the LCD sound system, Sleater Kinney stuff that just like bothers me. It's like people came from around the world for these shows. And then like four years later, that's an album cycle. That's nothing. Yeah. That's shitty. Wow. I feel like that's the game of Thrones of music. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Or it's like, People put all their lives into it, and then you just shit on the whole thing at the end. It's like, wow, 10 years of my life dedicated to this show, and you just put a Starbucks cup on the table. Is there any band that hasn't disappointed you that you've followed your entire life? Uh, That hasn't disappointed? I guess Dillinger 4. Okay, there you go. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of bands that I love, but they're one. Uh, I always come around. I'll take you know, Poison Kills, another band. You know, uh, Shell Shock. Yeah, Vacation. You know, a lot of there's a lot of great Screaming Females, another band, just keeps getting better as they put albums out. What are you um, looking forward to most this summer? I don't know. Good weather. I don't fuck because here's my thing. And it, anytime it's winter, I'm like, I can't wait till it's summer. Mm-hmm. And then when it's summer, the mosquitoes and shit come out. My allergies start going crazy. Then I'm like, I can't wait till it's fucking cold again. So I don't got to deal with none of this shit. And then it gets cold again. It's a cycle. And I do it every fucking year all the time. So I, I don't know what to tell you. I was, Maybe I was more sunshine. referring to like post pandemic. Uh, oh, after that. Yeah. I don't know. Hanging out with friends, you know. Doing some shit, just hanging out with friends, like, and not being weird about it. You, me, them, everybody is made by me, Brandon Weatherby. Our theme music is by Daniel Knox. Our art is by Jillian Ron. You can hear all 13 years of shows at you, me, them, everybody.com. If you're listening to this in Spotify or on iTunes, the last year of episodes are available. Uh, with some sprinklings of the other ones if you want the rest of the catalog which features over 700 episodes you meet them everybody.com our patreon page is on our about page it's all there follow us on instagram twitter all that good stuff at sign y-m-t-e thanks for listening i'll hug the places that you've been sleeping friends and family i'll be keeping won't help you